0: Good morning and welcome to today's Sunday School lesson. Most of us have easy access to clean water. However, in many parts of the world, that's not the case. In those countries, visitors are advised not to drink the water because it may be water of death. Unfortunately, even in America, the greatest country in the world, the same thing happened in Flint, Michigan, where people can't drink the water. This week's lesson looks beyond the quality of water here on earth to the water of life that we have access to in the New Jerusalem. Trust me, you won't ever be advised not to drink that water because it is truly living water. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for another day. We thank you for another opportunity to just to study your word, Father. We ask you to open up our hearts, our minds, our souls but mostly our spirits as you pour into us what you will have us learn. Be with us all individually and collectively. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The title of today's lesson is The River of Life. It's taken from the printed text of Revelation 22, verses one through seven. The aim for change for this lesson is by the end of this lesson, we will research the biblical references to the river of life, to learn its spiritual, symbolic, and material effect on creation, we will imagine God's provisions to be found in the river of life, which will nourish and heal people and nations in, New, in the New Jerusalem and respond to the river of life through acceptance, faith, and entrance into God, into the fullness of God's kingdom. Keep in mind, as he showed me a pure river, of water of life, clear as crystal, Proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, Revelation 22.1. As a background for today's lesson, the text of this week's lesson is part of a description of the New Jerusalem. An angel had showed the Apostle John the external features of the city, its foundations, walls, and gates. The angel had also given him a glimpse into the interior of the city, observing that It didn't need an external source of of light nor a temple for worship. Since the divine glory of God would suffice for both the light of the city and the temple, our lesson begins with chapter 22. Today, our lesson will be broken in two portions. In the first portion, we will be discussing Revelation 22, verse 1 through 3. And it reads as follows And he showed me a pure river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the lamb. Verse two in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bear 12 manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. Verse three, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God, and the lamb shall be in it, and his servant shall serve him." The points of discussion for this portion of the lesson is that after showing John the New, the New Jerusalem, the angel now showed him the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal in verse 1. This harkened back not only to the Garden of Eden in Genesis 2, chapter 10, verse, but to the beginning of John's revelation of heaven in Revelation 4, 6, as well as Jesus' ministry on earth. These last two were echoed in verse 1 as this river flowed from the throne of God and of the Lamb. These waters were not physically pure, but spiritually pure as well. The vision then extended further, all the way back to the creation of man. As the river continued down the middle of the great street of the city on the east side, stood the tree of life. The same tree of life Adam and Eve had been prevented from eating back in Genesis the third third chapter verses 22 and 24. In addition, this tree was no longer in a separate location but planted throughout the city on both the rivers banks. Its fruit would be readily available for all who desired it. Furthermore, the trees of life would bear 12 crops of fruit, yielding it its fruit every month. Verse 2 There would be no more seasonal harvest followed by seasons of barrenness. There would always be an abundance of fruit all year round. Furthermore, the leaves of the tree are the healing of the nation in verse 2. Thus, no longer will there be any curse in verse 3, both physical and spiritual death will have been banished above all these human benefits the throne of God uh, the throne of God and the lamb will, will be in the city and his servants will serve him in verse 3 no longer will the Father God Jesus and the Holy Spirit Spirit seem elusive to us we will live in their midst and we will serve him together along with the angels and all the other servants and because the curse will be removed and we will have been given eternal life that does not diminish the service and it will not be difficult or drudgery it will be joyous worshipful, and god focused the second portion of today's lesson is taken from revelation 22 verse 4 through 7 and it reads as follow and they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads verse 5 and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto, he said unto me verse 6, these sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophet sent his angel to show his, show unto his servants things which must shortly be done verse 7 behold I come quickly blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of his book the points of the discussion for this portion is that not only will all God's people live with him in their midst but as John declared they will see his face in verse 4 even one as great as Moses could not see God's face and live back in Exodus 33:20, but in the New Jerusalem all sin and death will be vanquished God's people will once again be able to look upon him and wonder and live they will see him fully and fully be known as his so much so John added that God's name will be on their foreheads now it's not entirely clear where this this mark is literal or poetic what is clear is that God's people will be clearly identified furthermore Night will be a thing of the past. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, in verse five. Thus this light will be both physical and spiritual. And as opposed to the millennium where the reign of God's people still had a temporal aspect in in Revelation 24, in the new Jerusalem, they will reign forever and ever with Christ. At this point, the description of the New Jerusalem ended, but there still would be some final words for John and us. The angel declared to John the veracity of the words he had heard and recorded in Revelation. These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. In verse six, again, bringing a message full circle as it echoed the opening words of Revelation 1 1 note the closed quotes at the end of verse verse 6 it is generally believed that the speaker changed in verse 7 to Jesus himself look I am coming soon the exact meaning and the date of soon is not known but it is certain that Jesus wanted his people to remain ready for his return as in Matthew 24 35 to 25 He affirmed the words of his angel and added a word of exhortation. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in the scroll. Those who honor and obey God's words will be honored by God at the time of Jesus' return. So in conclusion, Jesus has told us that he's coming back. Over and over he has promised that he is returning. We have it in writing. He says so at the end of Revelation, but the promise is evident in many places. That's tremendously comforting, especially in the world we live in today. There's so much turmoil, yet we don't have fear. Christ is coming back. The only question is, are we ready? As we await Jesus' return, we should be encouraged to know that the tree of life and the river of life are available to every Christian right now by faith in Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. His life in us will bear much fruit for the healing of the sins of the world. This concludes today's lesson. Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, we thank you. We thank you for this lesson. We thank you for this view from John's perspective of what the new Jerusalem will be like, Father. And we thank you for the promise of the river of life And Father, we want to honor you. We want to take in this lesson so that we can use it and share with others what the river of life really means. We thank you. We magnify you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.